Welcome to the official podcast of the Entrepreneur Summit. These are events that teach you strategies from the experts, lessons learned from the trenches, and connections to take your business to the next level. Welcome to another episode of season three of the Entrepreneur Summit podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Smith, and we are so excited to be back for our third year. Once again, we'll be in Frisco, Texas, and this year we are moving to a two-day event on June 18th and 19th. Now, what's unique about this is you can come for one day or you can come for two days, whatever, however you'd like to buy your ticket. We have a one-day option, a two-day option, and a VIP option that gets you into the VIP happy hour in addition to the two-day event. So you can see our entire lineup get your tickets, use code GUEST, G-U-E-S-T, for 20% off, all over at eSummitEvents.com, eSummitEvents.com. Before we get into this episode, I want to first thank our sponsors. First, we have IKEA, and IKEA in Frisco is right next to our venue over at the uh, convention center in Frisco, and they are it's a beautiful facility. They're all about helping business owners with their spaces. So whether you are a solo person with your uh, home office, they will help you redesign that entire thing. Or if you've got an office building that you need some help with with design, utilize their design center because I'm telling you, they are amazing. So check them out. Of course, ikea.com and then specifically to the Frisco one just off 121 and the tollway. We also are welcoming, once again, for the third year in a row, the Frisco EDC. Frisco is a suburb of Dallas, if you don't know about it, and is literally one of the fastest growing cities in America and has has just been voted the best place to start a small business. So it kind of worked out perfectly that we uh, launched our Entrepreneur Summit here and we continue to be here. So the Frisco Economic Development Center is an incredible organization bringing great companies here to Frisco. If you're thinking about starting a business, if you've got a business, you need a great place to build it. I'm telling you, I'm not sure there's a better place to do that than Frisco, Texas. Our other sponsor we want to thank is Salesforce. Salesforce has an incredible suite of products for small businesses. They'll be at this year's summit in addition to helping business owners learn how to utilize some of these amazing tools to streamline set some processes in, save some time, save some money. They'll be here to help you do just that. So check them out over at salesforce.com. And again, you'll be able to meet them on June 18th and 19th at the summit. So go get your tickets now. Hurry up. EastSummitEvents.com. Again, use code guest. And uh, here is our next episode of the podcast. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of season three of the Entrepreneur Summit. We are back for another year, June 18th and 19th in Frisco, Texas. I've got one of our amazing speakers who's going to be flying in from California to be visiting us at the summit. We have Coach Jenny here of CoachJenny.com. Hi, Jenny. Hello. How's it going, Erin? It is going awesome. I love this topic because one of the things we promise at the summit is you're going to get amazing content. You're going to get great connections, but then you're going to get the inspiration to also implement and make all that content actually happen in your business. Because we've all been there when we go to conferences, we're like, yeah, I love this. This is such a great idea. And then you get home and it's like, you slowly forget what you were so excited about 20 minutes prior. Um, 
And I've told you this before. So Jenny, if you're not familiar with Jenny, you need to check her out at Coach Jenny. And Jenny is an author and she wrote the book called Hilda. And Hilda is a name for the inner critic. And why I love that that she put a name to this is because I always thought I was the crazy one who had an inner critic. And I always thought I was the only one who doubted myself and talked myself out of things. And, but obviously Jenny's been doing this for a very long time and I'm not the only one. No, you're not the only one. You know, when I was writing the book, I felt the same way. Like I'm the only entrepreneur out there who has a crazy voice in her head telling you, you suck and there's no way you could possibly pull this off. Um, We all walk around feeling like we're the only ones and that's why I had to put a name to her. Yeah. And I mean, I can't imagine how Hilda reared her ugly head while writing a book too. I've, uh, God, she had a committee of people coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So tell us a little bit about Hilda because you're going to be covering a topic with us about really getting out of your own way and how to get over that. So can you talk a little bit about Hilda at first and who she is and what she does to us? Absolutely. So Hilda is the name I give to that, as you put it, Erin, that inner critic, that inner naysayer, that voice in your head who's been collecting messages since you were born, designed to keep you small and keep you safe. So Hilda means well, but she's got a really crummy way about going about this. Her whole, her whole thing is to keep you snug and cozy in your comfort zone and make sure that you never put yourself out there because you're afraid of what other people are going to think or that you remember that nobody knows who you are, who cares who you are and gets that imposter syndrome in your head. She convinces you that you don't actually know enough to get started. So she keeps you from crossing the starting line for as long as humanly possible. And then if you do cross the starting line, maybe she comes at you with this, I don't want to think mindset telling you, you know what? Sure. You can start something, but you're never actually going to finish it. So Hilda does all kinds of things designed to keep you small and stuck for as long as possible. That's her whole reason for being. And it's just so, like I said, I remember it was really the doing my first podcast that opened up my eyes. I'm like, wait a minute, you you have this, you doubt yourself too. And it really is the difference between success versus the unsuccessful is the people who can learn to quiet Hilda. And it, she exists for everybody, but it's like, how do you, it, and I don't know, like how, I, and, I, and we want to talk about this specifically, and we're going to talk about it at the event and even more in depth, yeah. but how... Where is she coming from, first of all? I know she's this inner voice, but why do we have her Yeah, um, is the first question. And then we'll move into how the heck do we contr- like handle this? Yeah, so I like to think of Hilda as this like demented documentarian who lives in your brain, right? And she comes from a good place. I say this with love to all the moms out there, but she usually comes from mom. Mom seems to be the original Hilda, the OG, if you will, right? So she gives us these messages of, we want you to be careful. We want you to be nice. We want you to be polite and all those things which are positive on the surface. Hilda twists them like a demented documentarian would into nobody will like you if you're not nice. Nobody will like you if you're loud, right? And so that's kind of where it starts when you're really little. And then we take that into adulthood. And depending on how much we put ourselves out there, our confidence can get turned down. So she kind of, she comes from this place of, we want you to be safe. And so we collect these messages from people in our lives who love us, from 
social media, from popular culture, from just life in general. And we collect all of these messages. And because they're in our brain, we assume they're true. Like, why would our brain lie to us? By naming these messages and attributing them to a cartoon character who lives in your head called Hilda, which is ridiculous, I recognize that, you're 50% of the way there. Because now what you're doing is you're learning how to differentiate Hilda's nonsense, her, her lies, from what's actually true for you. And so that's what I'm going to be talking about Entrepreneur Summit is how do you get clearer and faster and build a practice of differentiating her lies from what's actually true from you, from what you actually want, what you can actually do, what you should do, from what she's trying to convince you, you don't know. I love it. And can you talk, I mean, you've been coaching for over 10 years now. Yeah. You have this, the book is a year old, two years, a year and a half. Two, yeah. Yeah. She's a year and a half. I'm very proud of her. Love um, it. Yeah, so the book came out in 2016, a year after your book came out, actually, yes. it was like to the day. Um, so That's yeah, right. I've been doing that and I've been doing this work since 2006. So I've got hundreds and hundreds of client experiences under my belt, seeing Hilda in the flesh, doing her thing and figuring out how we can silence her just long enough just hog tire long enough that you can do that next big scary thing. Okay. Well, before we learn to silence her or just because your point is, I, I like your point of just long enough, but this has to be a process because with every single thing that you do, you get over one hump, Hilda's back, you know, like you grow to the next thing. Well, who are you to grow? You know, who are you to start your business? Okay. Yep. Fantastic. Who are you to take your business to a million? Who are you to take it? you know, eight figures, nine figures, who the hell are you to do? There's always this new Hilda coming in with new things. So is it a matter of learning to shut her up or is it a matter of learning to deal with her? It's a matter of learning to recognize when she's showing up. That's the first one. Mm -hmm. And then changing it from when she shows up, I sabotage myself to eventually she shows up. That's a good thing. That means I'm doing something right. That means I'm onto something. That means I'm pressing my luck or I'm putting myself out there. I'm doing something that matters to me. Mm. Hilda is really quiet when you're sitting on the couch eating bonbons, watching Netflix, right? She's not screaming her head off when you're holding yourself back. She's happy as a clam because then you're not doing what you're going to do. When Hilda's loud, it's worthy of celebration. The key is to learn to hear Hilda, recognize it, and point out that it's not you, it's Hilda, and address it, right? And you're absolutely right, Erin. That's the thing. New level, new devil. It's very yeah. true. I heard Ooh, you I talking like about Robert Hershevik recently. You were saying in the, you were recapping in the conversation you had the, what do you call it? The fire, fireside yes, chat. Fireside chat, yes. Thank you. I couldn't come up with that word. Yeah. When you had the fireside chat, you were like, what do you have to worry about? You're Robert freaking Hershevik, right? New level, new devil. There's always another thing that you're worried about. There's always another fear if you're really pushing yourself to be better and bolder and, and working on yourself, working on your business, working on growth. So you're right. Hilda is going to get tricky. If you figure out how to shut up the Hilda that tells you you don't know what, you, what you're doing and you figure out, no, sorry, Hilda, I've got this, then she's going to be like, well, crap, I got to come up with some new material. And maybe she's going to now make you think, in terms of perfectionism. So she's going to throw different curveballs at you and you need different tactics to manage all of those. I love it. All right. So let's talk about just a couple of those. Mm -hmm. She's there. I know you've mentioned, you know, who are you to do this? Don't put yourself out there. Who are you to start a business? 
what are, is it just the inner naysayer? Is that it? Like, how do we identify it's Hilda for sure? And then how do we start to, I, I love the idea of celebrating it, but even, I mean, God, I'm, Hilda and I are like BFFs and I <laughs> yeah. still have a hard time telling her to shut up. Cause it's like, Oh my gosh, you might be right. So how do you, how do you identify? And then how do you start moving past this? And yeah. Great questions. Great questions. So the first thing that you do to identify it is I have found a way to categorize the different Hildaisms because they come at you as these big convoluted things. Like who the hell do you think you are to do this thing? Who, you, nobody said you were qualified to do that. Well, if you learn that all of that language is just really an I can't message, that's mm. one of the four what I call BS beliefs that Hilda's trying to convince you of, or for shorthand, one of the four Hildas <laughs> that seems to show up. And once you learn about the four Hildas, what you're doing is you're raising your awareness. Step one, um, Hilda's talking. That's not my truth. And the best way to figure that out is to simply ask yourself, is that true? And have that little bit of objectivity. It's hard at first because we've heard that message so many times. You can't, you can't, you can't, that we bought into it. That's why it's a belief, just a thought on repeat. But if you can pause and create that objectivity to say, wait, okay, if Hilda said that, is what Hilda's saying to me true? No. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then what is true? And you can start to dissect it from there. So that's where it kind of starts. And then for each of the four BS beliefs, so I can't, I shouldn't, I don't know, and I don't want to. You learn different tactics of how those four categories play out. And you start to learn, okay, you know what? For me, I shouldn't comes up in my love life, but I don't know comes up in my business. Mm -hmm. And you start, to, you start to figure out these patterns. When I started writing the book, I thought we were on a mission to kill her. I'm like, let's slay the beast. <laughs> I thought we were out to kill Hilda, but we're not because you kill Hilda, you're kind of a narcissist. We don't want that. But when Hilda's showing up, we want to learn how to slowly go from, oh gosh, this is Hilda again, to what we were just describing. All right, Hilda's here. Right. I imagine, Erin, you've had that experience. It's the third year of the Entrepreneur Summit. It's the third year. You've done this twice. You shouldn't have any Hildas, but here come the Hildas, right? It's insane. It, it, it really, like I'm telling you, it, it, I doubt, I'm like, what if nobody shows up? I'm like, Erin, you've, you've had people show up every year. And you've had, you are way better off than you were those two years. So what, but it's still every, I'm like, what if nobody comes? Okay. Yes. Well, what if only 10, you know, and, and it's so stupid, but it goes through my head every single freaking time. The doubt, the, who are you, you know, you're not doing this right. You've had no training ever in putting on an event. So who are you to do this? I mean, I'm telling you, it goes like wildfire. And I'm so time. glad you're willing to say that. I think a lot of people, again, feel like we're the only ones that are having those thoughts. Oh. And there's something just wrong with us at our core because we're having those thoughts. And I just want to kind of blow the whistle on that. Everybody's having these thoughts, especially people who are doing things that matter, who are shaking the world by its shoulders. That's a good thing. And so I've heard you talk about this in a recent live stream, how that specifically, you know, what if nobody shows up? Well, one of the things I would recommend, and I know you recommend as well, is answer the question. Okay, yeah. so what if nobody shows up? What's the worst case scenario? And what's the best case scenario? What if everything goes my way? What if it sells out? Okay, why don't we work toward that? <laughs> you right, know? exactly. And the whole point of these what if questions is to get you to stop. And if yeah. you say, wait, I'm not going to stop because Hilda's asking a silly question or trying to slow me down. I'm going to say, okay, so what if? all right, I can live with that and move forward. 
Yeah. That's really what this work is about. It's about figuring out a way to hit her with a comeback. Because if Hilda was a real person in your life, you would at least spend less time with her. Or I'd you would tell so. her where to put it. Yeah. Right? You would tell her where to put it. Yeah. No, and it's just, like I said, it's just so, you know, even like, let's say you go to the event, you get all this great information and you start, and then you're like, I like the, I don't know, like, well, I don't know exactly how to do this. Or, you know, you get really excited. It makes a ton of sense at the event, right? And you're like, oh, this, yes, I love this. You know, let's talk chatbots for a minute. We're going to have a, a lot of talk about chatbots. Okay, I get, I totally get chatbots. And then you get home and you start studying. You're like, I don't know this. Who am I to do this? So how do you get past that? Because that's going to be a big one. Like you're yes. excited. Everything just is crystal clear there. And then you get home and everything starts to kind of get back to, well, I can't do this. So how do you get past the, I don't knows or the, um, you know, I can't do this or, you know, the, the one where you're just completely doubting your, your, your sense of ability and your smart, smartness. I don't think smartness is a word, but sure, we'll go with that. Wisdom, no. your wisdom, your wisdom. I'm totally with you. You're at a conference, any conference and the speakers up on the stage and you're feeling motivated. And there's an energy in the room. You're not alone. So you're amongst all these people and you're ideating and you're coming up with these great things and you're writing in a notebook and you're filling it with pretty pens and stickers and highlights and you got everybody's, it just feels amazing. Right. And then you get on the airplane home and you start kind of circling things. You're like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get to this eventually. And then someday this will happen. And then you finally get home, you put that notebook away because facing that and implementing anything that you learned in there, like on something like chatbots, which are technical, right? There, here comes the Hilda. Well, I'm not really good at technology and it's kind of cutting edge. And what if I do it wrong? And what if it's no good? And what if I come off this way? And suddenly everything that you learned, all of that excitement is losing its verve in a dusty notebook on your shelf. I want to make sure, and this is why I'm so excited to be speaking at Entrepreneur Summit, is I want to make sure that you go to Entrepreneur Summit and you come home and you're able to implement everything despite Hilda's happy nonsense. Of course she's going to freak out when you get back home. You can't really hear her when you're around all that energy and all the other people in the room. When you get back home, she's going to be loud and she's going to be right there. And I want to give you the tools and techniques you need to quiet her down just long enough to open up the dusty notebook and say, okay, here's the thing on the airplane I said I was going to implement. And here's how I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to give you a very specific, very simple tool that you can use every single day to implement what is the most top priority thing that you know you need to do in order to move the needle. Yeah. You know, what's so interesting to me too, is how Hilda shows up. So it's not necessarily uh, you're incapable of doing this voice or you're not smart enough. The fear of a lot of these things into is to implement like, what if it doesn't work? So what if you invest money? What if you invest time? What if like, you know, so-and-so from the stage said this could work, but there's some things I got to be careful of. You know, it's not like a plug and play, everything's done. But the fear that stops me is it's sometimes more comfortable to sit and know what potentially could be versus to go in and potentially lose. Does that make sense? Uh, of course. It, I've got a name for that thing. I call it the okay. guessing cycle of septum, <laughs> right? Where you're like, okay, I have this great idea. This is the coolest thing ever. And I love it. Thank you for that idea, lady on the stage. You're awesome. Okay. I'm going to do this when I get home. But first, I need to think about this. Okay. Well, that idea, you know, it worked for her because she has a team. I don't have a team. So uh, it might be a little yeah. hard for me. And then... 
you know what? The other thing about that idea is, and you see where it goes, like the energy starts up here and slowly but surely, all of that second guessing, all of that overanalyzing, overthinking, sends you down this road of suckdom. Yeah. Because you're second guessing everything and staying in pseudo strategy mode. Yes. That's why, and that's the thing. We go to conferences because we want to learn strategies. We don't necessarily go home with implementation plans. Right. And that's what has to end. How many of you have gone to a conference, filled your notebook with the most amazing ideas, and then gone to the same conference next year, beating yourself up? but what you haven't done in the last 365 days. I've never done that. I don't know what you're talking about. That's I've done craziness. it. I, I know. <laughs> I'm being I, sarcastic, yes. Oh, uh, Absolutely. We've <sighs> all done that. We've all had that experience. Or you have the experience where you're so inspired by what somebody's doing on the stage and you're thinking, that could be me next year. Mm-hmm. If I just blah, 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 blah. I want to make sure the blah, blah, blah happens. And there's no reason it can't. But Hilda has convinced us that whatever we've done up until now is how we are. That's who we are, that you can't change. And I'm here mm. to call BS on that. I love the, okay, I love the Hilda. I want to talk about that too, because that's one thing I always get. Um, I'm 40, right? So there's been a pattern in my 40 years of things like, um, you know, relationship-wise, business-wise, um, some good, some bad. And I hate that I tend, you know, I've gotten through a lot of things. If I look what I did in my 20s versus where I'm at now, it's very different. I've gotten through that. However, I very much tend to fall back on some of those patterns. Well, Aaron, you've never done X, right? So therefore, you're never going to be able to do it. Or you made the wrong decision when you were 25 um, and went down this path. So therefore, that's doomed you for the rest of your life. Like, it's crazy how that crap comes up. And it's just, um, how do you... There's that whole sense of I never have, so therefore I never will. Yep. How do you get past that? Is it just a matter of peace out, Hilda? I'm going to do it anyway and just let me prove you wrong. Or it, it just seems, it seems a little too easy to do. And I know it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But how do you get past that? The you've never, so you never will. The first thing I would say to that is to recognize that you don't have a disease of I have never. Or you don't have a disease that I always have done it that way. For some reason, because those two, which are kind of the same thing, even though they're mm-hmm. opposites, right? I've never tried this or I've always done it this way, seem to be these self-perceived diseases that we have that there is no cure of. They're not. They're habits. Right. Right? We have a habit of never allowing ourselves to try that. And we have a habit of always doing it that way. Mm-hmm. And the good news is habits can change. On a dime. You know the whole thing about it takes 21 days to start a habit or whatever? Guess what? You started on day one, (laughs) not day 21, right? That's interesting. Yeah, it's true. Habits are things you can change. And so what I like to tell my clients is that is to kind of wake them up to the fact that they just have a lot of habits and a lot of history that has set them up to be in my first 40 years. This is how I was, or this is what I've done, or this is what I was afraid to do. But on a dime, you can decide to do something different. Does that mean it's fearless? No. And I'm not a feel the fear and do it anyway kind of gal either. Right. I want you to deal with what Hilda's throwing at you so you do it right. And you do it to your best of your ability without slipping into perfectionism. But recognizing that you don't have some disease called perfectionism. You don't have a disease of procrastination, 
right? Those right. are not diseases. They're habits and they can be broken and changed and replaced. I, you know, it's a great point too, because I remember doing some work. I think it was like journaling work. And I remember like saying, well, what's, you know, there's personality and there's habits, like what your personality is. <laughs> and so I wrote down all these things thinking that was just me. That was define me. That was my personality. And they were all habits. Like it wasn't me. It was just habits I had created that I let define me um, versus I'm introverted by nature. That's my personality. It's not really a habit. That's my person. But that's really about it. That's my, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It totally makes sense because your personality is not behaviors, Right. right? Right. The whole thing with Hilda is what I want to do is replace the thoughts that create the feelings that create the actions. That's kind of the domino, right? From psychology. Thoughts, we get feelings, we get actions. Well, if our thoughts are you suck, who do you think you are? What if this happens? Then we feel sad, scared, paralyzed, doubtful, ashamed, self-conscious, right? Yeah. And so how do we behave when we, you know, what actions do you take when you're feeling that way? Little, if any. Right. Right. You take actions that actually sabotage your success. But if you challenge the thought in the first place and say, wait a second, wait a second, that's not normal. And I'm not just talking Pollyanna positivity thinking of like, I'm going to pretend I don't have those thoughts. No, no, no. (laughs) That doesn't work either. We want to address those thoughts and say, wait, those are lies. And here's what's actually true. And what's actually true might not be. And now Hilda's lying. I'm the most confident person on earth. Mm-hmm. No, backing up to your other question, you know, the, if she's like, yeah, but you've never done this before. The truth might be, you're right. I've never done this before, but I have done things that I had never done before in those cases. And I was able to make successes of those. And if this fails the first time, I won't quit. Therefore I feel empowered. I'm feeling like I can do this. I'm nervous and scared, right. but I'm also feeling stronger. And so then I act accordingly. I like it. So this is what's good. So Jenny is going to be part of the personal development and leadership track. I love it because you can go day one and really set yourself up because we want you launching the products, the services that you maybe have been sitting on, taking that next big step in your business. Our whole event is about growth. And I always say most of the time as, uh, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, a lot of what we're going to hear at a conference isn't necessarily new, right? Like, We've heard it before. We most of the time, a lot of times know what to do, whether it's even, I'm, I know I need to get a mentor to get to that next step to figure out what to do. Even if it's that, we just don't flip and do it because we're our own enemies. And what I wanted, what I wanted this topic here is because it's not just going to be, okay, here's how you implement A and here's how you implement B, but here's how do you get out of your own flipping way to actually do the things that you're supposed to do? Because that's, like it's it's the line between greatness it really is it's the line yeah it's the line between you you see the people who have the life that they've always wanted and what they've done because they they silence their inner critic their hilda um and they were aware of it and i like i it was just it was 37 38 by the time i was like wait a minute I'm not the only one who doubts myself any, every second of the day. And it was so empowering to learn that. It was just because I wasn't, well, we're cra- I'm crazy, but I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't as crazy as I thought I was initially. So I'm so excited to have you here. We're going to have um, 
where can they, okay, where can they find you? Where can they get your book? We'll have copies of the book at the event too. Yes. Um, but let's go down the line where they can start connecting with you now because we're still going to be a few months out when this, when this podcast goes live. Okay, cool. I would love that. So I'm Coach Jenny. It's Jenny with an IE everywhere. Um, so CoachJenny.com on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, the, the lot. It's at Coach Jenny. Um, you can pick up my book if you want to just go directly to that. Go to HildaTheBook.com. Um, but you can also find that at CoachJenny.com. And yeah, I am so excited that you're doing this and that you're including some personal development in the beginning because so many of us entrepreneurs know that we're just on the brink of greatness, right? We can see the brass ring. We can smell the paint on the finish line, yeah. but we're squandering our potential because we keep getting in our own way. And I've got tools, very simple tools that you can put in place so that you don't do that this time. I want you to come to Entrepreneur Summit and radically change your business in the next year. I know that's why you're coming to the conference in the first place. That's what you want. Otherwise, you want to make the trip and make the investment to be there of time. But it's time to make sure that you implement everything that you're learning that you know is going to take your business across the finish line. And I think it's because, like I said, it is not just, okay, you got it started. You got to a million. You, now, now it's this whole thing of a head game of now how do you get to 10 now, how to, you know, every step comes with new crap, unfortunately. I love, the, I love the new level, new devil. I've never heard that before, yeah. but I love it. And so when you can, you know, maybe you mustered through and got to your first million accidentally, and now you're, you're seeing these issues getting to that next level. This is where we want to help you just keep leveling and leveling and leveling to wherever it is you want to go in your business. But it's not just about implementing a new email marketing strategy. It just isn't. because. You could know how to do it, but if you're not doing it or you're not implementing it well, it's not it's not going to get your business. So I'm exactly. so happy this topic is getting covered. So Jenny, we're going to see you live in yes, June. Yes, I can't wait. Thank you so much, Aaron. I'm excited. Um, I am too. And like I said, we'll put all of this in our show notes too so you can connect with Jenny. Read up on the book before you get there so you can meet her, have her bring it, have her sign it. But like I said, we'll have copies there too. Uh, but thank you so much for this. This is going to be a great session. And like I said, it's going to be in the personal development and leadership track. So Jenny, thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely. Thanks, Erin.